This is an All Ears English podcast, episode 615, Three Steps to Build Confidence Through Grammar with Chris Rush. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, where you'll finally get real native English conversation and fluency for business and life. We believe in connection, not perfection, when it comes to learning English. Now, here are your hosts, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Boston and New York City, USA. You want confidence, but what are the specific steps to take to build measurable confidence when it comes to grammar? Today, you'll meet our guests who will show you exactly how to do it. This podcast is sponsored by Indeed. As a business owner myself, I've learned that the most important key to success is having a great team. But it can be time consuming reading through tons of resumes. Need to hire a great candidate at your company? Why not eliminate the busy work? Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so that you can connect with candidates faster. Just in the minute that I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. So join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash A-E-E. Just go to indeed.com slash A-E-E right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. I-N-D-E-E-D dot com slash A-E-E. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, Chris, welcome to All Ears English. Thanks for coming today. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's good. So I hear you are a bit of a traveler. Is that true? Yes. So I've been spending the last nine months traveling all across the United States in an RV or a caravan. And wow. right now I'm taking a little break yep. uh, in Pensacola, Florida, which is yeah. kind of my hometown. Oh, that is excellent. What's one thing that you've learned from your travels? Just real quick. Uh, I, that people are the same everywhere that, uh, uh, you know, I always had this idea that life would be so different in other places, but it's, yeah. it's really not scenes are different. People are the same. Love it. Love it. Good thing to know. Good thing to keep in mind when we're learning a new language and we're crossing cultures. Isn't that right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. I stayed in the United States just a little bit into, into Canada. So I didn't get so much of that experience, but I, you know, just from that and traveling abroad, I definitely have experienced that to be true. I love that. And so you, you, Chris, you focus on business English. And I love the topic that you are bringing to the table today, this idea of how to become confident through grammar, because a lot of teachers will try to avoid grammar, or they'll kind of um, make it seem less important than it is, so that we don't get stressed out. And that's one approach. But it sounds like your idea is to work through grammar, work with grammar to become more confident. Is that kind of what makes you different as a teacher? Exactly. So many of my students, what they need 
The mm-hmm. most is they need confidence. That's what yeah. I hear over and over. And yeah. so when I ask them why they're not confident, they say so often, I make mistakes. It's my grammar. So right. I want to take the focus of grammar and say, how can we make grammar into something that can help you be more confident instead of less confident? Ooh, I like that. Take the weakness and make it a strength. Absolutely. I love that. So then this all sounds really, really good, Chris, but how do we do it? I mean, can you give our listeners today three basic actionable tips that they can take away today and get started with right after finishing this episode? Absolutely. Okay. So I would say the first thing is to say, forget about the more advanced tenses. So the way that I kind of think of that is to say, go backwards, okay? So I think one thing that people like to do is we say, okay, well, I'm going to learn all of these tenses. And if you learn too many tenses, the problem is that you can't use any of them well. So for (laughs) example, you know, the first tense you learn is the present simple, then you learn the past simple. Mm -hmm. So the first thing you need to do is you need to make sure that you are using the present simple and the past simple. And I don't okay. care even if you're an advanced English speaker and you yeah. laugh at the, at the notion of yeah. practicing your, your past simple. But right. make sure that you're speaking your past simple with 100% accuracy. It yeah. doesn't make sense to move to the present perfect unless you've got your past simple down. Because mm-hmm. the confidence comes from knowing that you're not making mistakes. People are, they lose, we lose our confidence when we're making mistakes and we know it. So if we say, okay, focus on the basic tenses and make sure we're not making mistakes there, that's Mm. how you build confidence. Oh, I love that, Chris, because I think that there are a lot of students, even as they move into the intermediate to upper intermediate level, who when they're forming questions in the simple past tense, it gets difficult and we get confused when we're using did. That can be still be something that for some reason, many students never quite conquered and there's still a lot of confusion. Things seem kind of gray and hazy to them. So I love this idea of going back and mastering this finally and then we move forward. Right, Chris? Exactly. It, it gives this sense of accomplishment to be learning more tenses. So it maybe feels exciting to, to move on to a new tense before we've mastered an old one. But really to build confidence, make sure that you're mastering the, the basic tenses first. Okay. I like that. So how are we going to actually do this then? I mean, do we need to hire a teacher to do this? Can we isolate the tense on our own and find a language exchange? How do you recommend the practice piece? Once we we know which tense we need to work on, how do we practice it? So there's two ways. There's, there's a, you can do it by yourself and you can do it with the teacher. Obviously, these kinds of things can be much more helpful if you have a teacher that you're working with. Right. But you can do it by yourself simply by saying, okay, I'm not going to worry about the present perfect right now. And, and I'm, I just keep going back to this example. We could use these examples with any grammar tenses, but sure. just for the sake of the example, I'm going to keep the example into past simple and present perfect. I think those are two tenses that a lot of the listeners here mm-hmm. will be Definitely. familiar with. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll keep it to that. So instead of saying, okay, I'm really going to focus, uh, I need to practice the, the present simple. Well, pause. Don't worry about that so much. Keep your focus on the past simple. And then the the place where a teacher can help is to you really want to make it clear to your teacher that you want to master this past simple or whatever tense that you're working on. And the way that you can do that 
is by getting lots of corrections. Mm -hmm. A lot of times, and I know that I've experienced this also as a teacher, sometimes we don't want to correct 100% of the time. We don't want to discourage our learners and we don't want to to stop their communication. But for this, in, in this, this to work, for, to really get confidence, to know that you're not making mistakes, you need to make sure that your teacher is on the same page, yeah. has the same understanding with you, and will correct you every time. And that's how you'll know you're not making mistakes. I love that. So that's where a teacher could really come in handy and the teacher will focus on really making corrections only in that area, right? If you say you're sweeping back to the simple past, at that point, those are the corrections that that teacher needs to make and only those. I love that. I love that. Exactly. Okay, Chris, that is the new suggestion that we haven't heard on this show yet. And we've done 600 episodes. Get Well, we've done 600 episodes <laughs> and probably 150 or 200 guest episodes. So I like wow. that. I like that. It sounds like you do have a slightly different approach. And let's keep moving, though. What's your second tip? of how we can gain confidence through grammar. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, so this is the third one. The, the first tip was more okay. of the go, the go backwards one, the okay. old tenses first. And then the, the third, the second one is the corrections. And okay, then the third it. one. So this is huge. And this is the most important thing. Um, so in English, we talk about, and this goes into other languages too, but we talk about in English having a gut feeling, like when you know something with your stomach more mm. than you know it in your head. That I think Ooh. that notion translates into lots of different languages, but that's how well you need to know a tense. You yeah. need to know a tense so well that it goes from your brain knowledge mm. to this idea of like your stomach knowledge. And, right. and I think a lot of students tell me that they understand this because it's like I ask them a question, which tense? And they say this one. And I say, how do you know? And they say, it just feels right. Right. And, right. and that's what, you, what we're looking for here. We're looking for the, the kind, this is the mark. You'll know that you have one tense mastered when you don't even need to think about it anymore. When it just comes out, it's 100% correct. Your stomach is smarter than your head. You don't need to stop and say, okay, present perfect is the present tense uh, of have and the the past participle. No, if you're doing that, I mean, and, and that's where you start. And that's where we start with every tense. And that's where we have to start. But if you're still having to have those thoughts in your head, you're that's how you know you're just not ready to move on. Okay, you're ready to move on when you're speaking with 100% accuracy. And here's the here's the key. You are confident when yes. you have this thought that says, Oh, past simple. I can do this. I know I can speak in the past simple. And guess what? There is your confidence. That's the thing that you need to help you Mm. communicate. And once you have it with one tense, 
then you can move on to the next one and start building it with the more advanced tests. Ooh, okay, Chris, I love this because it makes confidence very measurable, right? Sometimes we struggle with the term confidence because we don't know what it means. It sounds like this kind of unknown thing that's out there that other people have, but we don't know what it is. But here today in this episode, Chris, you're making confidence measurable. And it sounds like what it is, it's to the, when we get to that point of the gut feeling that our gut knows we, we're saying it correctly and we're no longer in our head thinking, okay, in this sentence, I need to use past simple. And then we're, we're going ahead and figuring it out. We know it and we're spitting it out immediately and automatically. I love that. And I think that's really the dream of a lot of our listeners here. And you know, that's, that's yeah, I'm ahead. sorry, go ahead. Mm-hmm. That, that, but that's, that's really great. I've never even thought of it that way as like a measuring confidence, but yeah. I think I'm going to use that in my lessons <laughs> now because that's really great. Thanks for well, telling me that. Perfect. I mean, this is your framework, Chris. I love this. I mean, I think this could really help a lot of our students. I have one question before we move on to, to learning where our student, our listeners could actually work with you if they like the idea of this framework of measuring confidence in this way and working towards it. One question, Chris, is where do you think listening comes into play here? Listening to native English. Okay, that's a really great question. So when when you're operating from this kind of perspective, it helps make listening focused. Okay, so mm-hmm. we, we talk about this kind of passive listening. And passive listening is great where you sit on the couch, you watch a movie in English, you know, maybe the subtitles yeah. are on, maybe they're not. And, mm-hmm. and it's good exposure. But the way that you can implement this kind of framework into listening is by mm-hmm. listening in a more active way. You're not just listening to get the, the general understanding. You're listening for something, for something yeah. specific. So when you're watching something or listening to something like this podcast, where are they using the past simple? Listen yeah. carefully for it. And where where are they using it in a way that I might make mistakes? Like you made a great example with did. So mm-hmm. we can approach listening with by kind of activating our mind in a way to say, I'm going to listen for this specific tense and I'm going to see how many times they they conjugate a verb in that way. In, in let's just say in this podcast. Okay, I love it. And so it sounds like in order to make this framework work for us, we need a razor sharp focus. We need to remain super focused on that tense of that moment of that month, that week, whatever it is. Is that right? That's totally right. Because confidence, confidence is not just going to bestow itself upon you somehow when you reach reach some magical level, you know, in the future that you don't have now. It's about taking these concrete steps and doing these actions that are that are within your current abilities that are going to give you confidence. And and by doing it this way, you don't have to be a C1 or an advanced speaker before you have confidence. You can have confidence as as a late beginner, as a low intermediate, Mm. whatever level that you are, Confidence is something that's accessible to you through your grammar by approaching it in this way. Oh, I love this. I think a lot of our listeners would really find that this fashion, this style, this framework would really mesh with their with their goals and the way that they want to approach learning English. So I want to invite our listeners to go on over and work with you on italki because guys, this is the way to do it. This is the way to build confidence. Chris can help you get there. Chris, is your schedule filling up? Where are you at in terms of availability? So the way that my availability goes is that I do have room for students. So Mm -hmm. it usually just takes a few days to get a lesson. So usually the next three days ahead of where we are now are pretty full. But after that, there's definitely room on my schedule for students. 
Awesome. I love it. So this episode is going to be coming out around mid early to mid October. So this is a really good time, guys, go on over there and book your lesson. The weather's getting cold. It's getting chilly out. It's a good time to hone in on our goals. This is prime learning season. <laughs> I love it. So Chris, where can our listeners go to book that lesson with you? So it's www.italki.com forward slash my name, Chris Rush. So it's www.italki.com slash Chris Rush. One word. That's my profile. Okay. C-H-R-I-S-R-U-S-H. Is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Awesome. So I really want to encourage our listeners to go on over there, guys. Book a lesson with Chris because this looks to me like one of the most direct routes to confidence using grammar that I've seen in a long time. It's simple. It's immediately actionable. And I bet it's quite effective. I mean, you must have a lot of success stories, Chris. I do. Yes. And of course, on my italki teacher profile, you can see not only my video, but my reviews from current and past students as well. Awesome. Any final messages for our listeners today? No, but it was great to be here. I'm so excited to be part of the All Ears English podcast. And thank you so much for having me, Lindsay. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. We hope to have you on again soon. Okay, thank you. All right, take care. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, follow our show wherever you listen to podcasts to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.